Welcome in to another edition of the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. I'm your host, DP Sidhu, and we are in the trenches of camp right now. Week two just wrapped up. The team will be heading to Green Bay in the next few days. You'll see some joint practices and the first preseason game as the 2019 season gets underway. I really feel like the season is already underway once training camp gets started because you get to see players, you get to see practice, and they're out there working in a way that you really missed over the offseason. You see them a little bit in OTAs and veteran minicamp, but it's nothing like the grind of camp. And one thing I love about camp is that I get these great interviews every single day from players of all position groups, of all experience levels, and I'm going to bring those to you in this podcast, which you can subscribe to on iTunes, leave a review, and uh, let me know what you think. But we do the Xfinity one-on-one every single day from training camp on the field immediately after the players are done. So they're hot, they're sweaty, they've just finished practice. But they always do a good job of giving some great answers and some insight into what some of their practices are like and also just really what their off seasons like. And I hope that you get a little sense of their personality as well through these one-on-ones. So with that being said, this week's podcast, I caught up with tight end Jordan Akins, safety and special teamer A.J. Moore, O-lineman Greg Mance, and wide receiver Jester Wea. So let's kick it off with Jordan Akins. He was actually my first interview of the week on Sunday, the tight end. I asked him about a lot of different things. I had just talked to Jordan Thomas, his teammate, a few days earlier, and uh, Jordan gave some great insight on the tight end groups and his friendship with Jordan Thomas. Take a listen. Jordan, we were inside today for camp, full pads. I was excited that you were on my interview today because you had a couple of great catches in there. You had a big first down, and then you followed up with a touchdown catch. I know it's training camp, but how exciting is it to, to be making plays like this every day? Um, it's very exciting. You know, you put in a lot of work in the offseason, and, you know, we come together in training camp, and just the connection between me and D4, you know, um, I think we connected more off the field, you know, this past season. and you know, it's showing on the field. Yeah, it's definitely showing the chemistry you two have, have had. And Deshaun even talked about developing that chemistry. He said he did a lot of things with you guys off the field to do that. What sort of things were you guys doing? Man, we were bowling, you know, we were eating, just hanging out, you know, getting to know each other. He invited everyone to his house, you know, for holidays and things like that. And, um, you know, really just getting to know each other, um, you know, getting comfortable around each other so we can just get that connection, you know, have that one accord um, on the field and off the field as well. How is that? help you on the field to get to know a guy off the field to sort of get to know him outside of football uh, it's just building trust um when you find out who a person is on the um off the field uh it makes you more comfortable on the field you know you can trust him you know you can rely on him and you know you can you know he'll make a play for you or get a block for you he'll have your back basically I know we were talking about in the offseason blocking and getting better at blocking. You said that'll really show once the pads come on. The pads have come on. It's been a few days. How do you think that you've developed in that area? I've developed a lot in blocking. Um, I can develop a lot more. I'm still kind of new to the tight end position. So, you know, I'm just learning. I'm learning a lot from Fells and uh, Jarrell Adams as well. He has really good footwork and hand placement and blocking. And, um, you know, it's starting to show off. I mean, show a lot. And, um, you know, um, knowing my side of just and, you know, the fronts of the offense and just learning the whole all-around offense and being able to move however they want me to block or spread me out, run routes, is um, starting to pay off. Did you do anything different in the offseason to get better at blocking? Did you train differently? I train a lot differently. Um, I'm usually, like, inside, um, you know, going hard on turf and, you know, uh, building my muscles, trying to, you know, build up my breath, um, my conditioning, basically. But this year it was more like outside. Uh, I was in Georgia. My family's in Atlanta, so I trained in Georgia. And Atlanta heat is basically like this, more humid. And um, I ran a lot. Um, 
blocking, working on hand placement, footwork, and, you know, the whole nine, I just train my body to be tough in the heat. All right, how about you and Jordan Thomas? I know every time he talks about you, he's got a different nickname. It's like peanut butter and jelly, thunder <laughs> and lightning, <laughs> JT and Ake. What's that relationship like? You guys are, are you guys very similar or very different? It seems like you guys are different, but you get along so well. We, we very, we very different, but we very similar in a lot of ways. Uh, he's very goofy. I'm very goofy. Uh, he keeps me going. Um, you know, like he, he calls peanut butter and jelly. I call it thunder and lightning. <laughs> But, you know, uh, either way. Wait, which is thunder and which is lightning? I'm the lightning, baby. I, I got the feet. You know, JT, he got the power. That's a big boy. That's okay, a big who's boy. the jelly? He's a jelly because, you know, just peanut butter right here, baby. <laughs> <laughs> You're all protein, all right. <laughs> all protein. What's the dynamic like in this new revamped tight end group? Um, Everyone brings something different to the table. Um, Fells is very, very, very intelligent when it comes to football. Uh, his football IQ is out, out the roof. Um, he teaches me a lot, just simple movements um, as far as the head, the feet, the hands, just giving eyes. Uh, uh, Kale, he's coming along. You know, um, he's very smart as well. He's catching on to this offense way uh, quicker than me and JT did last year. And uh, he has a lot He has a lot of skill sets that, uh, all of, like I said, all of us have different skill sets. But, uh, you know, Kale pretty much, like once he gets a down pack, he's going to be He's going to be pretty good. Um, but we, we feed off each other, we compete off each other, and we make each other better. All right, love to see it. Thank you so much, Jordan. Thank you. That's an exciting position group, the tight ends. And uh, Jordan Akins, Jordan Thomas, those two are a lot of fun together. You can tell that they're really good friends on the field. But really the whole tight end position group has come along. They're very, very close. So it's been a lot of fun to catch up with them and watch them this off season. All right, let's switch gears to a guy that Bill O'Brien just really can't talk enough about. And Bill O'Brien does not praise players very often. But here's a guy that I've heard him talk about him a couple of times in camp. And I caught up with him the first time I heard Bill O'Brien praise him because we'd also sort of noticed safety A.J. Moore doing some nice things, very nice things on special teams, but also getting some interceptions in practice, multiple interceptions on some days. And Bill O'Brien actually, after... Uh, Saturday's practice said uh, that A.J. Moore had been fantastic in camp, one of the better players on special teams and safety. And he, quote, said, he is really what you are looking for on a football team, the guy that's going to come out here every day and play hard and do what you ask him to do. And he brings a great attitude every day. And he's just a really good teammate. So you're going to get, you're going to, get to hear a little bit of that attitude, uh, the great attitude he has. But you know, he's all business right now in training camp, but A.J. Moore is a lot of fun to catch up with. And we talked to him after practice one day about what a great camp he's having. Take a listen. How have you felt these first few days of camp? My main focus has just been come out and just doing my job. If everybody just do their job, everything will be okay, and that's what I try to do. And that's pretty much it. You've been getting a lot of interceptions, I see, in team drills. Have you been doing anything differently this offseason to train for, for camp and, and for the upcoming season? Most definitely. Uh, me and my twin, C.J. Moore. He plays for the Lions, and um, we both uh, worked a bunch on ball drills, DB drills during this offseason together. Yeah, your twin, he's an identical twin, right? Yes, he is. Okay, and he is trying out for the Lions, so he'll be here in a few weeks. He will, he will, and that's, that's going to be fine. Okay, is he worried about the heat at all? Have you warned him? I know he's also from Mississippi, but it's a little different than practicing up in Detroit. Right, but, I mean, that Mississippi heat, still, he's still used to it, so he'll be fine. All right, this time last year, you were actually in New England. Okay, so you start off with the Patriots, and mm -hmm. then you join the Texans. You led the team in special teams tackles yep, throughout yep. the season. How How is that experience for you, starting off with the Patriots, and then coming here actually when the season had already pretty much begun? Uh, 
the, the experience has been amazing. Uh, I learned a bunch while I was up there. And when I came here, my main focus was just to just handle, uh, be a role player and uh, do what I'm asked to do. And special teams were my way. And I just wanted to be the best at that. And, you know, I was blessed to, to be that, to be the best. Bill O'Brien talks about how special teams is what's going to get you on the field. So right, right. him coming here, was that just a really good fit for you, that, that that's what you want to do? Or was it a little bit of both? Like you come here and then you sort of found that that was your niche as well. Uh, uh, special I love special teams. I mean, and so if most guys sometimes don't want to play it, but I love to be out there and I, I have fun doing it. So that's what I do. How do you feel about this DB group? It's a little bit different this year. you got some new guys. You've got some returning guys from last year. How has that chemistry been on the field when you're out there on defense? Uh, it's definitely a new group, but I feel like we're definitely uh, we're bonding well. We have great chemistry, and we're just getting better and better each day with each other. So you played 16 games for the Texans last mm -hmm. year, and then Bill comes out and says that you're busting your hump every day. What's changed in your approach to the game? You've, obviously, you're not undrafted anymore. You've played at the NFL level, but you know what is it inside of you that's driving you at this time of year? Um, well, first of all, to just keep doing what I'm doing on special teams and to, um, to just – I wanted to impact more on defense, to just help my team out and just uh, handle a role on defense, whatever they ask me to do. All right, good stuff. A.J. Moore having a great camp. Thanks for joining yes, us. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. A.J. Moore making a name for himself. I think when, when it comes down to it, no surprises when or if he makes the roster because he led the team in special teams last year and again on Saturday had another interception in practice. All right, Greg Mance, the O-line, big topic heading into camp, big topic all offseason, and Greg Mance has stepped in. Nick Martin has not been practicing the first week of camp, so Greg Mance has been in there quite a bit. But he's a veteran of this O-line. He's been here for a few years. He plays guard. He plays center. In college, he played every single position in one game. So Greg Mance, very knowledgeable of the offense. And, of course, I had to get some of the hard-hitting answers from Greg, like the O-line dinners and who eats the most. Take a listen. Greg Mance on the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. First things first, I just realized that you do a mean Mario impression, particularly when Mario's dying in the video game. Yeah. Is this something that you've been practicing? No. Um, you know, I can't wait to see the side-by-side. -side. Um, I guess all those years of Nintendo paid off. <laughs> um, Super Nintendo, of course, but, uh, you know, I, I can't wait to see it. Um, normally I try to avoid, you know, all that media stuff, but I might have to take a look at this one. Yeah, we're referring to the What's in the Box yeah. uh, edition that just came out. Uh, you got tricked into touching a few things, and I, I forget what it was that made you scream. It was like a pineapple or something. Pineapple. It was, you know, pineapple. a little prickly. It's very scary. A little prickly. All right, Greg, you're out here, full day of pads. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of talk about the offensive line and the rookies that are out there. How do you think that they've done your teammates, Titus Howard, mm -hmm. Max Sharping, those guys, now that the, the full pads are back? You know, I think the whole group, you know, Zach Fulton, Matt Khalil, you know, uh, Julian Davenport, Central Henderson, you know, the whole, the whole group, I mean, there's a whole bunch of guys, and we're all just trying to get better every day. Um, I think everyone has a great mentality. Uh, Kelamente, senior, I forgot him. Rank, you know, brother Rod. Like I'm just making sure I name all of them, um, all the guys. But uh, you know, I think I think it's sort of like a day by day process, and we're excited to work. You guys are such a close knit group. Mm -hmm. You have the O line dinners. We always talk about how big the O line has mm -hmm. been looking this year. You guys are some big dudes out there, big but fast. Right. So the O line dinners, uh, who eats the most? Gosh, you know, I mean, there have been plenty of people over the years who've eaten a lot. Um, I'm excited to see some of these rookies this year. <laughs> um, you know, we have some we have some great eaters, but now we're smart eaters. You know, we care about our nutrition. Lad, if you're watching this, we work on our food. You know, we eat the right way. Um, you know, and we're just trying to we're trying to enjoy ourselves, but at the same time, you know, keep the bodies right. 
I heard that Deshaun Watson is sometimes a guest at these dinners. Right. You guys incorporate him. Do you just wanted him to be a part of the group? Did he ask to be part of the group? You working on chemistry? Well, I mean, I feel like quarterbacks, you know, tight ends and running backs are also always welcome. Wide receivers have made appearances. <laughs> um, we like to view it as an offensive dinner. You know, I think the old line are just always there because we're just that close of a group. And the quarterbacks were there every single time last year, you know, all of them. So um, everyone sort of, you know, comes, has fun, camaraderie. Um, you know, we sort of leave the phones away so you get to know your teammates a little better. It's a lot of fun. Speaking of Deshaun, how has that chemistry been? He's talked about how he's invited some of the other position groups over to sort of work on that. How about you guys with the O-line? Very important to what he does. What's that chemistry been like? You know, I think, I mean, we're, we're very fortunate to have a great quarterback. Um, I'm fortunate to get to work with him. You know, I've seen him for three years, and just sort of how he works is awesome. Um, and it's a blessing for us because he works with us so well, you know, talks with us about everything. And uh, like I said, we're just trying to be the best we can to help him out. Saw a little bit of goal line drills today with the running backs. You guys got some good plays in there. How do you how have you felt that the running backs have done so far? In, in we, we got some great running backs, and we just got to do our job, open up some holes. Um, you know, they've done a lot of good things. You know, they've had some big runs, and we just have to do our part to make sure uh, we can open up some holes for them. All right, let's talk about your offseason. I saw that you were training out in Arizona with a number of players. Mm-hmm. How did that come about? Because it's not just the old linemen that are yeah. out there, right? No, so um, – you know, there's a there's a group. I've been going there for a couple of years. Um, it started with some ex-teammates who used to play here um, who aren't here anymore. But, you know, I just sort of like the area. And on top of it, it's hot. You know, it's not Houston hot. But, it's a different uh, hot. It's, it's, it's a different hot. But, like I said, everything's just trying to get in shape and get ready for, for this. You know, this is the best part of the year. How excited are you about the preseason games, going up to Green Bay, having some joint practices against some different faces? You know, honestly, and this is going to be corny, but I'm just excited for tomorrow. You know, we have a big day tomorrow. Going to be having some fun, full pads, and I'm just looking forward to that. We are looking forward to tomorrow, too, and we're always looking forward to an interview with Greg Mance. Thank you so much, Greg. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. You know how you can tell Greg Mance is a veteran is because he says all the right things. When I asked him about the rookies, he named every single O-lineman on that roster, and he says he's looking forward to tomorrow, and I really believe that he is looking forward to tomorrow. Tomorrow, meanwhile, uh, the players will be up in Green Bay, so I am very much looking forward to that. I'm sure they are, too, to actually get to see some new faces and, you know, joint practices. It's just something the Texans have done every single training camp since 2014 when Bill O'Brien became the head coach. So with that, let's get to our final interview of the podcast. A guy that a lot of people don't know a lot about, Jester Wea, wide receiver. Uh, We heard his name quite a bit in camp last year, and he's back again this year. He was injured last year, but he's back. He looks healthy. He looks good. And he's trying to make the squad because you've got DeAndre Hopkins, Will Fuller, Kiki QT, and then a number of guys that are battling for that wide receiver spot to add some depth there. And they all bring a little bit different skill set to the group. But Jester has a very interesting background. I mean, he comes from a soccer family. His uncle is in politics at a very high level. Uh, he's the president of Liberia. So we got a chance to talk about Jester, about football and his family. Take a listen. Jester, we were just talking about how hot it is out here today. It's not really a story in Houston, but it is a little bit since you guys were in West Virginia this time last year, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, today was definitely a hot day, but, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure everybody out here had fun just like I did. Yeah, you were making some catches out there. What's it been like with a group like DeAndre Hopkins, Will Fuller, Kiki QT, and you guys? There's so many of you in that in that wide receiver room. What, what have you been able to learn from veterans like them? I mean, each, each one of those guys that you named, they're all great receivers in their own way. And, you know, me as myself, I try to take pieces and bits and pieces back and learn from them each and every, whether how they attack the field or how they study or how they watch film, you know, 
it's it's a blessing to be around them each and every day. What's Hopkins like one-on-one? Do you ever talk to him or pick his brain a little bit on what he's doing out there? It's almost hard to mimic what he does because he's just – that's just who he is, right? Yeah, Hop, I mean, he's an unbelievable player. I mean, I'm always picking his brain every day, whether it's like – Finding ways how to how to recover with the body, or even like attacking defenders' leverages, and you know, like I say, he's an unbelievable player. And if you look at his hands, it's it's, it's crazy. <laughs> What's it like with Andre Johnson? I sometimes see you guys throwing passes back and forth, but a guy like him that's played so many years in the league. What's it like to actually get to practice with him and and have him coach you up? It's definitely cool. I mean, it's a blessing in its own way. Andre, I looked up to Andre, you know, growing up, and he's it's it's I can't it's unreal that he's he's here helping out with the receivers, and you know, I'm always asking him questions how to. Run, run great routes and stuff. You come from a, a line of a lot of really great soccer players, your cousin Tim, your uncle George. So how did you go football and not soccer? Was there any peer pressure to stay in the soccer route? Uh, not at all. I mean, I kind of, I want to say back in fourth grade, I just felt bigger, taller than everybody. I just, it felt awkward to me uh, playing. I mean, soccer was my first sport. I mean, I still love it to this day, but I, I felt awkward at that age being out there playing against everybody else. So when did you switch to football? I didn't start playing football until my sophomore year in high school. All right, so... Your uncle George, who played soccer, was the president of Liberia, which is news in itself. I think if you could be president of anything, what would you be president of? <laughs> you didn't expect that, did you? Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's a loop. I mean, anywhere. I mean, it'll be... it could be a thing. It could be a hobby. Like, what are you really good? at? I know you play some video games. You yeah. said you're not super good at that. <laughs> yeah, I love playing video games. But I mean, anywhere it'd be cool to be a president, help change the world in a positive way. All right, but meanwhile, you're in camp. So, what are some of the things you're working on to get better at camp every day? Everything, you know, whether it's my release off the line or getting off the ball or attacking the ball. I'm working, working on everything. All right, good stuff. Thank you so much, Chester. Thank you. Appreciate it. So believe it or not, Chester has actually never been to Liberia where he pretty much is related to the president. He said it's on his bucket list. He wants to go there one day. But I could tell he was so caught off guard when I asked him what he wanted to be president of because I think he does get a lot of questions about his very famous uncle. But uh, such a nice guy. And uh, we really have been watching him a lot in camp, as well as the other receivers. So with that, that's going to do it for our Deep Slam podcast. I actually had a guest host today, and I'll put that in probably in the next podcast. Bernardrick McKinney took over for me. I was actually at practice, uh, but I thought it'd be fun to give uh, some of the players the mic. They always do such a great job when they're interviewing each other. But you can catch that on HoustonTexans.com. He's interviewing Whitney Merciless, and it was just such a hot, sweaty, full-padded practice. And they were just so energetic and a lot of fun to watch. So hopefully you can watch that on HoustonTexans.com, as well as our daily notes and quotes, John Harris's observations. Drew Doherty catches up with a player every single day. There's lots of stuff as far as training camp goes on HoustonTexans.com. That's not going to change next week either once the Texans face the Green Bay Packers in joint practices. So I would expect a lot of action in those two days of practice as well. And then, of course, the preseason game. And our pregame show will be back. Texans Unlimited. That will be on uh, Facebook and social media channels where I catch up with John Harris. We get to some of your questions about the preseason game. I'm sure the question of starters, uh, who's starting, who's not starting, who'll be playing, who won't be playing, that'll come up, and we'll try to get to all those, as as many as we can anyway in the pregame show, while taking you to the field to get a live look at your favorite players. All right, well, that's going to do it for us. The Deep Slam Podcast, presented by Xfinity. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much for listening, and Go Texans.